0: The Pat Kenny show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. How could the UK and France be set to enjoy a new era of constructive cooperation following some pretty frosty relations between the two nations following Brexit. UK Prime Minister Rishi Sunak is meeting with French President Emmanuel Macron in Paris today. Immigration, the environment, the war in Ukraine, bilateral trade all on the agenda for a discussion. And this comes against the background of widespread strikes in France as something with which Rishi Sunak is all too familiar for more on this I'm joined on the line by Lara Marlowe France correspondent for the Irish Times Lara good morning Good morning Pat Much has been made of the similarities between the two men uh, diminutive enough in stature uh, snappy <laughs> dressers uh, similar background in business uh, and I suppose much more
1: uh, Both sons of doctors um, both quite young Sunak is 42 Macron is 45 um, and they seem to have just the very similar attitude, way of acting and being and, and, um, you know, world view, as it were. Although Sunak is much, obviously much more oriented towards the U.S. and, and Asia, um, perhaps not quite so interested in Europe. Um, uh, but they, they more or less, they agree on the war in Ukraine, which is one of the, top subjects today. And they're trying to reach some kind of modus vivendi on migration, which is the number one priority for the British today, not for the French.
0: Uh, For the British, yes, because uh, obviously these boats are departing either uh, Belgian shores, but mostly French shores, heading for the English coast. And uh, the question is, if they do stop them mid-channel, Uh, Who takes them? Do the British take them in and then send them off to Rwanda, as is their uh, plan? Or do they just turn the boats around and send them back to France?
1: Uh, Well, the French have made very clear they're not going to take back migrants sent to them by the British. That is just not in the cards. It's what Sunak wants, ideally, but he's not going to get it. Um, They will agree to step up cooperation on migration um, you'll remember that forty six thousand migrants crossed the channel last year uh, and it's you know it, it's the small boats are a huge issue for for Britain um, The French are getting uh seventy one million euro this year from britain to um to cooperate and to try to prevent this. Uh, they say they'll do more patrols they want more equipment, things like drones uh whatever. Um, but I think that this has been an issue between them for 20 years, and it's going to continue to be so because the French do not want to keep these migrants in France. The migrants do not want to stay in France. And re- remember, they used to take the Eurostar. They used to get on the roof and, you know, hide in, in uh, freight cars and so on and so forth. That was stopped through massive, massive amounts of, fences and barbed wire and and security uh, measures. But uh, the boats are another whole other problem. And I I really don't see how they're going to solve it. I think they can diminish it. uh, And they will announce uh, more money. The French want a multi-annual budget Uh, for the security cooperation on migrants until now it's been just year by year so that's one thing they may agree on today
0: Mm. now what is the reason that uh, the migrants would prefer to be in britain i mean not all of them come from uh, countries that were colonized by the british Mm. Uh, i mean some of them would have come from uh, francophone Mm -hmm. uh, colonies why do they Mm. want to get out of france and into britain what's the attraction
1: well, for one, the language, a lot more of them speak English than very, almost none of them speak French. A lot of them have family in Britain already, but the main reason is that they can work in Britain. Uh, the, the British do not uh, have these really, really strict labor laws and, and uh, you know demands for papers and so on and so forth that the French do. They know that if they can get to Britain, they can, they can make a living. Whereas in France, without your, your legal documents, you can't work. Uh, and the, the bureaucracy is really, really stifling. It's, it's very, very hard to live here if you're an illegal.
0: Now, the uh, British are intent on changing the rules whereby people arriving in small boats will not even be eligible for consideration Mm. uh, of asylum and uh, the idea is that they would be dispatched off to some third place Uh, Mm -hmm. Rwanda is uh, the place of choice although that faces all sorts of legal hurdles (laughs) has that news kind of permeated or or is it known whether that's Mm -hmm. permeated those migrant communities who are bent on going to Britain have they got the bad news from Rishi Sunak's government yet
1: Mm, I haven't been up in Calais since Tuesday when when, uh, it was announced in Britain Uh, it's certainly known to the French. And the French are are quite snide about it. Um, There was a briefing at the Élysée prior to Sunak's visit over. And they just said, the French line is that this law is illegal. Uh, The the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugee made a statement uh, saying that it was against the law. Uh, Sunak said in an interview with Le Figaro today that he thinks it is legal. Uh, the French say it's not. They also point out that it won't even be debated in Parliament uh, in Westminster until next September. And they also point out that, um, that not a single aircraft has taken off for Kigali in Rwanda yet. Uh, so they're they're quite sceptical about it. They don't think it's they think it's inhumane as well. They point out that the British say the the migrants cannot come to Britain, and yet there's no mechanism for applying an asylum in Britain unless you were already there. So it's it's basically impossible to apply for mm-hmm. asylum in Britain. Uh, and 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 they're quite uh, scathing about this British law, both the proposed law, the new law and uh, the law as it stands at present. Mm. Uh,
0: Has there been any uh, close look given to uh, British people who might be living illegally since Brexit uh, in France, for instance?
1: Um, the British people in France have been very traumatized. I know some, I know one uh, British journalist who actually sold his apartment in Paris because he was trying to get a carte de séjour, a residence card and, and, and could not do so. It was made so difficult for him. Uh, a lot of them have discovered Irish grandparents, uh, whatever. Uh, but it is, it, it has been very traumatic for the British living, uh, in France, um, I think some of them, I don't know, there were some special provisions, but I can't remember the exact criteria of it. Uh, mm. But it's its difficult for, for British people on the continent anywhere. Yeah.
0: Now, the, the, this migration issue is not probably going to uh, result in any amicable joint communique, so they may have little enough to say about it. They'll probably have more to say about Ukraine.
1: Yes, uh, they have a, a similar, although the rhetoric is is more gung ho and and hawkish on the British side. Um, they basically have the same point of view on on Ukraine, which is that Russia cannot be allowed to win, and that the West must continue to support Ukraine. Uh, the war in Ukraine has really brought them much closer together, and. They want to increase defense cooperation. Um, Both countries are very low on weapon stocks and and ammunition. They might, they're going to consider some uh, joint defense initiatives although in the past the big defense projects uh, which they're both saying today are the cornerstone of their relationship a lot of them have fallen through for example at one point they were going to develop an aircraft carrier together and then that, that died the death um so it'll be very interesting to see what they they do on defense i mean they're the only two countries um what I can't say in Europe because Britain is no longer in Europe, but they—they're they're both on the UN Security Council. They both have nuclear um, weapons. The only only two countries in. Europe and former Europe, uh, that have nuclear weapons. They both have, you know, a sort of projection force abroad. They, they fought together in Libya and, you know, to overthrow Gaddafi. Uh, so they do have a lot in common in the defense area and they, they'll be talking about ways of, of cooperating. It must be said that the AUKUS deal, you remember in September of, uh, 2021, the US, Britain and Australia made a defense pact Um, in secret behind the back of the French, which, and the French still consider that a betrayal. It left a lot of bitter feelings and they're, they're trying to put it behind them and they're talking about cooperation in, in the, uh, Indo-Pacific region because they see both countries see China as a threat but there's still a lot of hard feelings about AUKUS
0: and finally and and briefly uh, the Iranian nuclear program is on the agenda Uh, the Iranians have said they are open to inspection Uh, that's uh, during the week they said that they will welcome inspection of all their uh, facilities Uh, whereas the Americans of course are regarding Iran as a pariah state and we know drones are being supplied to Ukraine that's a complex matter
1: it is very much so. Um, neither France nor Britain has really taken a leading role in this, but they will be talking about it today. And both countries feel very strongly that Iran should not be allowed to obtain nuclear weapons. But I think both countries would, would be very pleased if some kind of an accommodation was found, if the IAEA could could make these inspections and, and the crisis could be averted.
0: Lara Marlowe, France correspondent for the Irish Times. Thank you very much for joining us.